This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We want to amplify your nonprofit, whatever cause you are supporting right now. Uh, here in the Twin Cities, as we go through this, all of us together, the the uh, unrest we've experienced uh, after the death of George Floyd. If you've got a nonprofit or a cause that you really want to get the word out about, how can we help you today? 651-641-1071. Amplify your organization. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, and Holly, please just let us know when we do have anybody on the line. Yep. 651-641-1071. I do also want to let people know we are actively keeping our eye on the news around a press conference at some point today. We are expected um, to hear an update uh, from Keith Ellison about the officers, the charges perhaps being brought against the other officers present when George Floyd died. Yeah, I mean, CNN is reporting, thanks to the Star, Star Tribune, we know this, that, that he's going to elevate those charges for Derek Chauvin and bring charges against those three officers. So if those reports are correct, we'll hear about them. And and the other report is that George Floyd's family will be present mm-hmm. at the press conference. Now, we don't yet know when the press... I, I've never looked so hard for information. I know, they're on not when telling press, you the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like, we're, come on, TikTok. I, so I want people to know we're trying to stay on top of that so that we can bring that live to you when it happens. We just don't know when yet. Um, but we'll keep our eye on that. But in the meantime, in between time, we've been trying to do this every day just a little bit as we ease back into our regularly scheduled um, uh, nonsense on the Colleen and Bradley show. Um, We want to actually do something with the microphones that we have been given. And we want to help you uh, get the eyes and the dollars on the causes that are meaningful in this moment. And so we want to amplify your organization, 651-641-1071. How can we help you today? Holly, do we have somebody on the line? We do not. Can I, um, while we're waiting, give you a couple updates? (laughs) Yes, please. And um, I'm just going to pull this up as well. Two updates that I want to give you. One is um, directly from a story that we've been covering here on the Colleen and Bradley show. uh, And no doubt you've been following it yourself. The Mm -hmm. WeLoveLakeStreet.com site, which is uh, a place where people can make donations for the Lake Street um, council, which helps the businesses or is going to help the businesses along Lake Lake Street that were affected in the last week. Remember when we started mentioning this fund? Yep. I think they had raised about fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. It had are- jumped to about two hundred thousand when we talked to um, 
Matt Kazinka, who is uh, part of the Lake Street Council. Yeah. So we, we checked in with uh, one of the folks from the Lake Street Council, and they told us about the fun. It is now n- not $53,000. Actually, 53,000 people have stepped forward and made contributions to the tune of $4.3 million. I could cry. This is like the most amazing thing. Right? Now, so, oh, go ahead. No, feel free. Well, what I wanted to say was this. Um, I think typically, you know, it does make us all feel good to show up and bring boxes of cereal and bags of rice and canned goods to places when they need food. It does make us feel good. And I'm not saying you shouldn't do that. You can still continue to do that. However, I, it is equally if not more, in some ways, important to be able to give the funds to a lot of these nonprofits because they're able to use, because of their partnerships, use those dollars in a different and um, more efficient way. And it will go farther. It will do more. And so, yes, it can feel a little passive sitting behind your computer screen and clickety-clacking to, you know, transfer your money over but it is don't feel like it's not meaningful it is so very meaningful no in fact it generally organizations and we've heard this firsthand from um people like rob from sheridan sheridan story Mm -hmm. um their dollar uh, the dollar that we give them they can buy a lot more with our dollars than we can buy with our dollars Mm -hmm. and so a lot of times it's actually more effective to um to make contributions i did also want to give you um sort of the complimentary update for the West Broadway Business and Area Coalition and Northside Funders Group, who have a similar fund that will help uh, Northside businesses that were impacted by not only COVID-19, but also the events of the last week. And they are up to one point, almost about $1.1 million. uh, And their goal is $3 million. So they they still have some work to do, but um, a million dollars. And I think days ago, they were in the tens of thousands as well. So, um, you know, obviously getting some great response. Those are two places. We love lakestreet.com. And then if you just uh, Google Northside Funders Group, you'll find the the link. And we've also provided those on our website at mytalk1071.com. Specifically, the Colleen and Bradley show page, I know, also has that information. And I also want to tell you, uh, if you do go to welovelakestreet.com and scroll down, you'll see that great big $4 million number and you will get excited and you should. And if you are able to, if you could also stop and click and put some money in that kitty so that we can see that number go up. So we can see that area, that beautiful, rich tapestry restored um, to the best of our ability, knowing that it can never actually be the same. And it will always be um, it will always have the mark of the story of this time. If you continue to stroll, scroll down, they have some more resources also of cleanup events, of other neighbors and ways that you can support. There's um, beautiful pictures of uh, the wonderful um, uh, business owners on Lake Street. It's just, it's a, they've done a really good job of making it not just about that donation, but also giving you more there. And there are so that one of the things I have been heartened by over the last few days is the number of people who are using their social media platforms to share ways to give because it goes from these large funds, which are very important because they do great work and they are such a important part of our community. But there are also ways to give to individuals and just technology allows us to be very direct in our giving. So mm-hmm. um like those those opportunities will continue. Um, and I can see that Holly's on the phone. Have we? Do we have anybody holding Holly to amplify 
Any organizations today? Yeah, we got a couple people. Let's start with Mary. Perfect. Hi, Mary. Mary, who can we amplify for you today? Hi, um, Peace House Community okay. at peacehousecommunity.org. We are a daytime homeless shelter um, for the marginalized people in the neighborhood. We're at 1816 Portland Avenue. Perfect. And we had to close down uh, the end of March, but we opened up about three, four weeks ago for bathroom use um, because that was so needed in the in the homeless community. Absolutely. And now we've just opened this week, or not opened, but we're offering coffee and cookies in our parking lot for our community um, just to let them know that we're still thinking about them. Awesome. And what's the easiest way for us to help you guys? Uh, donations would be great at peacehousecommunity.org is our webpage. And I'm yep. seeing how it's very I easy. I give you our address. No, nope. I'm on the website right now, peacehousecommunity.org, and that donate button is red, and it's right at the top, and it is quite easy to do it right from your computer. Uh, and I'm going to do that right now. Thank you, Mary. Thank you very much. We can use all the help we can get, and we're just happy to help out the community. Absolutely. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Mary. Okay, who else do we have there, Halls? We have Jennifer. Okay, hello, Jennifer. Who can we amplify for you today, Jennifer? Hi, my name is Jennifer Wills, and I'm an owner of Jinx Tea in Minneapolis, located we at love you. in France. Oh, thank you. <laughs> we, I love you. I love you. Um, but all of our sales today, the proceeds from our sales, 100%, go toward We Love Lake Street. Oh, perfect. Oh, awesome. So please, I just encourage people to come down. That includes our merchandise, too. Um, so, yeah. Perfect. Sell a bunch of stuff. I love it. We will we'll do that. Let's do that. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Jinx Tea um, in Edina. Is it Edina or is that in, in, in 50th in France? Uh, 100% of their proceeds are going to We Love Lake Street today. So um, get out there and get your get your good show tea support, products yeah, and absolutely. show some support. Holly, anybody else on hold? Nobody else. All right. Perfect. Wonderful. If you guys um, have more, feel free to send us an email or tweet and we'll um, get that word out because um, we'll continue doing this probably through the rest of the week at least yeah absolutely when we come back on the colleen and bradley show uh we've got another former publationship update uh, update although this is like a pub publors <laughs> like they're getting pub publicity yeah, for it, their divorce yeah i mean that's a thing now it is a thing, a thing. we're gonna talk about Hake. What's a hake? Hake is a Brooks Lake and Julianne Huff. We're going to talk about that after this on My Talk 1071. If there's one topic we love to cover on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. We love to talk about a publationship. Do oh, we ever? Love it. And uh, <laughs> what is a publationship? Oh, thanks for asking. A publationship, Colleen, is a relationship that's used for publicity. And the publationship that we're talking about is actually the dissolution of a relationship. Yeah, and it's that, still, it, you know, uh, publationships last longer than the actual relationships. Truth, truth. They have like a whiff. And so... After tastes. Exactly. Uh, and so we want to talk about Hake. What's a Hake? Hake is Brooks Lake and Derek Huff. <laughs> no, Julianne Huff. Wow, you're starting a new rumor. So what's the update with them? Okay, so um, for those who may not remember, Julianne Huff, Brooks Lake, 
announced, I think on Friday last week, that they were going to divorce. Now, this was not a huge surprise because, or at least separate, um, it's not a huge surprise because they've been quarantining apart and mm-hmm. she's been seen in public with another man at a time when you're not supposed to be hanging out with anyone you're not living with so it was oh, like um okay something's going on and then he would always be like she's really making me explore my sexuality and she's like i am not straight so they were like being very just interesting and definitely not unified let's put it that no. way right like they were each doing their own thing and their their statement which really was her statement that came out where um, she talked about, like, she's just a different person and she really thinks that he needs to find the person that will be good for him. Like, it just was very, very, very kind of, uh, what, cookie cutter Mm -hmm. um, announcement. But Mm -hmm. they also said, you know, they're going to love each other for the rest of time, even though not together. It was a veiled attempt at saying they'd consciously uncoupled mm-hmm. because she's like Gwyneth Light or she's trying to be yes. Gwyneth Light. Yeah. And so she knew she couldn't say conscious uncoupling because Gwyneth owns that. But she wanted to get as close to that as she could. Now, one of the things that happens often with publicationships is that you have people around the couple chime in and uh, make headlines themselves using that publicationship. Mm-hmm. And one of the people getting headlines today is Carrie Ann Anaba. And she had some words, some kind words for Julianne Huff amid her split from her husband, Brooks. Do you want to know what Carrie Ann Anaba? Do I ever? Now you'll remember that. Uh, That's they actually, were... when I woke up this morning, the first thought I had was, <laughs> how Carrie does Carrie Ann Anaba feel about the split? <laughs> Carrie Ann, of course, was uh, co-judge mm-hmm. with Julianne on Dancing with the Stars. Mm-hmm. Well, she spoke to Entertainment Tonight. Entertainment Tonight. It's, it's a, a real good show. show. <clears throat> and she Thank ref- you for giving me space for that. She refers to Julianne as her sister and says, although they're not technically sisters, but, you know, they're sisters. Quote, I'm really sad. I get how relationships go up and down. Look at me. Now, she's a Whoa, course- Okay. <laughs> Look Alrighty. at me. She's referring to her own engagement to actor Rob Derringer, which ended ended in 2017, five years after she called it quits with her fiance, Jesse Sloan, in 2012. She goes on to say, you have to follow your heart because life is once that we remember. And it's so hard to be that married. That was deep right there. That was real deep. Yeah. You have to follow your heart because life is once that we remember. <laughs> and it's so hard to be married in the spotlight and then break up. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
I wasn't even married and it was so hard to break up with my exes, so I get that. All I want to say to Julianne is that I love you and I support you. Anything you need, I'm right here. I'm your sister always. Judges, sisters! Is that a thing? Well, I mean... She made it a thing. Okay. So anyway, carrying an up. I love how they reached out. Like, what a we? That would be like. I don't know. That would be like you if Jamie and I broke up, and somebody was like, "What would you like to say about uh, Jamie and Brad's breakup?" Well, can I do it right now? Yeah, no, please. I, would, I mean, let's, I would honestly let's say pretend it's not Jamie and me because I just okay, superstitiously fine. weird. So okay, so let's say I have an imaginary uh, partner named Bob. Okay. So Brad and Bob yeah. are breaking up. Mm. I would honestly say I, I'm I'm very sad mm. um, because I know they're both hurting right now. Mm. And that makes me sad because I'm their friend. Oh, that was actually nice. Thanks. Oh, okay. I thought and then you were going to be end. like assy about it. No, no you're, you're pointing out what they should that's say. That's what they should do. Not going I like, mean, I remember the one time I broke up with someone. It's I, not easy. I mean, this... Okay, can I... this? This is people's biggest problem. People. <laughs> okay. All people. <laughs> the biggest problem that people have, and I am one of them, mm. is that we say so many words when so few will do. Oh, I like that. Yeah. All you ever have to say is, I'm so sorry. This is tough on my friend. Oh, look at See, that. The rap music. See, the music wanted you to. The music wanted you to shut up. That's it. That's all you got to do. Very short and sweet. Thank you. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we tried to stop telling you about those celebrities behaving badly, but they kept on behaving Mm. badly. So we got to talk about them after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. What a day. The world is full of celebrities behaving badly, and we love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com everything entertainment Colleen Lindstrom Bradley Trainer And we have a name for those celebrities behaving badly and that name is D-Bag Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day Do you want to know who my D-Bag is? Yes Okay, it's actually sort of a continuation of a conversation we were just having. It involves the very same story. But the D-bag in this case is Us Weekly. Um, And it's all about this story regarding um, the breakup of Brooks Lake and Julianne Huff. Mm -hmm. And specifically, it's a story about how Derek Huff, her brother, Mm -hmm. is dealing with this tragedy. Oh, Okay, was he in the marriage? Okay, what? Just out of curiosity. Well, I mean, okay, sister well, that's wife. That's a different okay. story. Uh, Derek Huff doesn't have any animosity towards Brooks Lake after his split from Julianne Huff. Okay, this is a real stretch of a story. I, th- I think what they're trying to do is get you to to. S- they're like, here, big names attached to the story. What is what does Julianne Huff's brother have to think about her splitting? Okay. I'm I'm here for this. I want to know. But then you dig into the story and it gets real dumb. Can we go? Yeah, go. So, of course, we've talked about how Brooks Lake and Julianne Huff have confirmed that they're going to go their separate ways after nearly three years of marriage and months of speculation, as Us Weekly reminds us, about their relationship. But then they tell us that Us Weekly exclusively learned from an insider that Derek, now wait for it, mm-hmm. Derek, that's Julianne's brother, mm-hmm. along with his sister's hairstylist, Rio Rihanna Capri, 
Mm-hmm. Do Is not that have a given name. I, well, I'm probably pronouncing it incorrectly. Rihanna okay. Capri. Do not have any animosity towards the hockey player. So her hairstylist friend and brother have no problem with her ex. Okay. Okay. Were we concerned that her hairstylist friend was? Okay. I'm going to say something. Oh. That I know is not helpful. Oh, okay. And it's this. I, I think that celebrity hairstylists are more than what we think they are. Meaning. It's probably like they probably are actually very close friends. No, she is close friends with right. this person. But, but who also cares? that you are correct in that. What yes. again, this is just an example of people tr- and also it's not them because if it were them, then those people like what do you think Derek called up her friend and hairstylist and said let's drop a story to us weekly? Right. No. They go on to say they still love him, even though Brooks and Julianne aren't together romantically. What is this need? And now the D-bag grows to this particular story of this publationship. What is the need in this moment to know exactly why everybody is fine with what's going on and everybody still likes Brooks? Okay, ready? <clears throat> I'm going to spell something. You can write it down so you can read it later. A T T E N. T-I-O-N. T-I-O-N. Yes. But, Attention. But, but even more so, and we talked a little bit about this yesterday, I really think it belies that there's something stinky going on, mm. but that they are trying so hard. They are calling out, Julianne Huff is calling out all her people, her bestie, Rihanna, mm-hmm. her brother, Derek, mm-hmm. her sister judge, <laughs> as she referred to herself, Kariana Nava. Sister Judge. Judge Sisters, Sister Judge. That she is calling out everyone to say that everything's fine. And in these two cases, they're totally fine with Brooks. And and again, if you just connect these things to the to the other stories, it seems they're working really hard to make you think that these two have no problems, which to me says they most definitely have problems. Um I Agree. Because if you'll remember, we talked about a very similar publication ship mm-hmm. that did something very similar until it all started to unravel. Are we talking about Yes. Cutlery? Yes. Which is? That is Jay Cutler. I'm really sad that they broke up because that was a really good publication ship name. And Chris and Cavallari. I'm sad for us that they broke up. What do they think about us? Why aren't they thinking about us? We should issue a statement, Bradley. We're very upset about the breakup yes. of, of Cutlery. I wonder if... Because we like the name we gave them. If Us Weekly would... If we sent a, a press release that was like, <laughs> Midday Radio Host Why in Minneapolis. Why don't we do that someday? <laughs> I mean... Because it's as ridiculous as some of the stories. We I could mean, just send press releases out on all celebrity stories to see, you know, like these two people and make ourselves seem in- intimately connected. Right. <laughs> uh, would you like to know who my D-bag is? Mm-hmm. Parents. And I can say that because I am one. Would you Wait, like parents? All parents? All? Well, no, not all parents. The parents who were upset with Nickelodeon for... The amazing thing that Nickelodeon did. Oh, what did what did Nickelodeon do? Okay, so um, for eight minutes and forty six seconds, Nickelodeon went off the air 
uh, and played a the sound of a person breathing with the caption, I can't breathe. Mm. That is all it was. And that is so much right now. Because all of that was meant to signify the 8 minutes and 46 seconds uh, of the video of George Floyd, mm-hmm. who was killed by uh, the police officer, Derek Chauvin, who knelt on his neck. So, wait a minute. Parents, who who didn't mm-hmm. like this? Yes. Well, I mean... I mean, so the truth is uh, that, that it was met... Um, it was met with a lot of good feedback and I don't want to, I don't, I want to honor that, right? That there were a lot of people who supported this and and felt the actual power of it. But Um, this is the D-bag segment. But this is the D-bag segment. So we're going to give some focus to the people who were very upset because this was not, this is a kid's channel and you can't do that without telling us that you're going to do that. And now we're in an uncomfortable position where we have to have some conversations with our families. Imagine how the people who were directly affected by the murder of George Floyd felt. Mm. Thank you. For example, I will not, I won't shout out her name. Um, cause I don't feel like it. Her name is Asa. <laughs> she said, um, she tweeted, this is not the right platform for this at all. The average age of the children that watch your channel are under the age of 12. And if anything, all you're doing is scaring children. And that is just wrong. Now, Nickelodeon, to their credit, um, they replied to that. Unfortunately, some kids live in fear every day. It's our job to use our platform to make sure their voices are heard and their stories are told. What Nickelodeon also did, so I want to, I also want to point this out because it wasn't just that they, and and this, it was enough. When I say just, you know what I mean. What I mean is they also did something else. Yeah. So it wasn't only that they used that eight Mm -hmm. minute, 46 seconds uh, with that powerful uh, caption, I can't breathe, and then the sound of breathing. Nickelodeon also shared uh, their declaration of kids' rights. And it says this. It's it's, so it started this way. Nickelodeon is going off the air for eight minutes and 46 seconds in support of justice, equality and human rights. Nickelodeon Declaration of Kids Rights. You have the right to be seen, heard and respected as a citizen of the world. This is the message to children. You have the right to a world that is peaceful. You have the right to be treated with equality regardless of the color of your skin. You have the right to be protected from harm, injustice, and hatred. You have the right to an education that prepares you to run the world. You have the right to your opinions and feelings, even if others don't agree with them. And uh, and then Nickelodeon went on to share that video. And for the most part, as I said, there are a lot of people who um, met that with um with positive reactions yeah. um but there were plenty of people who came forward and said uh my kids are scared of that we're scared of this mm. this was not the right platform for this you didn't need to do this um i would just add like i think a lot of times we don't give our kids credit for what they could and should be able to handle. Well, and, also... Go ahead. I mean, presumably, if you want to change something, you might want to involve children in that since 
they're the ones that are going to have to deal with the thing differently than you were able to do. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I've never under, uh, I don't know. When I was a child, I confronted some major things and was able to handle them. I just want to say this. Our children are, the, the first day they go to school in the United States, one of the things they are being subject to are active shooter drills. Yeah. So you can't tell me that facing the reality of the world we live in in this, this is way. Like most things when it comes to stuff that parents get upset about as a non-parent, I'm fully capable of having this thought. I'll sign off. It's on about it the parents. It's oh, not yeah. about the children Absolutely. because children are like inherently resilient, just beautiful and the best people ever. Mm-hmm. And it's adults that often ruin, ruin them, them of that. Mm-hmm. How true that <laughs> Sadly. is. Oh, snaps for that when we come back on the colleen and bradley show um we have a d-bag double down Oof. there's so many d-bags but we have to talk about this because we talked about this story last week and i can't even yeah it's that lady well you tell him because so you told us the story it's a, a lady who was uh an internet uh, um social media influencer who's a mom who had adopted a young boy who ended up having autism and uh, she and her husband after a couple years of parenting that child decided to quote rehome him because that his issues were too difficult for them to handle. Didn't she say that he was going to go to his forever or he had found his, his forever, forever home, fam, forever home, yeah. forever family. Yeah. Yeah. So there's an update on that. Oh, there. Oh, Mm-hmm. There's an update mm-hmm. on that. We'll update you after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainor. And uh, sometimes we have so many D bags, we can't put them all in just one segment. So we have to do uh, an extra one. We call it the D bag double down. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Can I give us nasty? Oh yeah, yes. we're gonna get real nasty now. Can I give you a quick news update though? I wish you would. Um, I just saw come across the wire, otherwise known as Twitter, that Governor Waltz has extended the Minneapolis-St. Paul curfews to tonight and Thursday. Okie dokie. 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. All right. So that's the thing. Um, okay, so back to the story that we need to tell you about. Do you remember the name Huxley Stauffer? Yes, I actually do. And the only reason why is because I told this story the other day. Yes. Well, that story has a development, which is why Huxley is now our D-bag double down. Do you want to remind us of uh, who Huxley Stauffer is? I do. And then we'll tell you what the update is. Okay, so Huxley Stauffer is the uh, son of uh, of a couple who um, are social media influencers. Um, James, and I, I believe her name is pronounced Wait. Mika. What? Yeah, really quickly. Yeah. Huxley is the kid, right? not the mother. So therefore, Huxley is not the D-bag. The mother oh, is the Oh, the mother D-bag. is. Thank yeah. you for that. Yep, <laughs> I just wanted to clarify in her... case I implied the child was the D-bag. Yep. Her name is Mika Stoffer. Yep. And she and her husband, James, went to their YouTube channel last week and did this uh, very lengthy video wherein they wanted the world to know how difficult their lives have been in the last 
couple years and they didn't tell everybody, but now they have decided they have to go public with the fact that they have rehomed their now five-year-old son who they adopted, I believe when he was two, um, who has significant special needs, including but not limited to autism. Uh, in this particular video, she explained that they've tried and tried and tried and tried and tried, but that he just needs more than they are able to give. Uh, and, you know, they've got four other children, I believe. Um, and I think the and, outrage for a lot of so people was presumably around the fact that they, I don't want to say used, I want other people maybe who are better acquainted with the story, who feel more confident using that term, but the implication is anyway, that they, you know, included their, this child was a part of their influencer life mm -hmm. and showed up in their videos and photography. So he assisted a narrative that they wanted to portray. Yeah. So, which, you know, when you're a lifestyle person, your life then becomes monetized. And so I think that rubbed, you know, in addition to just the the frustrating message that it might send to those who are dealing with children with the same um, reality, mm -hmm. you just have this other layer of this whole influencer thing, which just seems kind of gross. Yep. Right? Well, okay. So that's the story. Now, the development is that the authority, the authorities, the authorities are actually investigating this case um, to make sure that nothing um, inappropriate and or illegal took place in the, how do we even describe this transfer of this child to another family, the adoption or readoption or placing of this child in a new home? I would say re-traumatization, but okay. that's just me. Sorry. <laughs> You're allowed to have an opinion. I'm, I have so many. Um, so apparently authorities are investigating after she announced last week that they'd placed the child with another family because people were concerned like, okay, well, who's this family and where is this child and is this child okay? And did you turn this child over to an adoption agency? Apparently there was some confusion about um, how this child was a was placed initially and what organization the child was placed with mm. initially. Um, the Delaware County Sheriff's Office, who apparently has the jurisdiction in this case, has been working with, quote, several other agencies to investigate this case. Um, and there's this report in BuzzFeed News that tells the story. And the investigation is still ongoing, but through their the um, media relations manager uh, for this agency, they've said that the child is not missing and they believe that they, you know, followed the appropriate procedure, but they're still investigating. And that, I'm, that just makes me happy that somebody is paying attention, right? So that mm -hmm. people are making sure that this child, to your point, was not unnecessarily re-traumatized. This... I mean, the child is is going to be traumatized again. However that you know crossing the t's and dotting the i's to make sure that this couple didn't break the law in doing so i can't i honestly it was bad enough when we first heard the story and frankly my my first impulse honestly was to say i don't want to know if it's worse than i think it is yeah right but the truth is on behalf of this young boy who's at the middle of this I think we owe it to the story to know the details of yeah. it. Mm -hmm. And um, I think also, if I'm being really honest, and I'm, listen, I'm I'm not even worried about saying awkward things anymore. I don't even care. I want that to be, I want people to be thoughtful. And, I, and I'm saying this to myself too. 
about the social media influencers that you put your trust in mm-hmm. and your faith in. Yeah. Um, and be thoughtful about the life that they are showing you, the lifestyle that they are presenting. And if it doesn't marry up with life as you know it, mm-hmm. um, be be suspect of that. Yeah, like it. Does or that if, make sense? Yeah. Well, it's kind of like. Well, first of all, caveat emptor, buyer beware. But also, if something seems too good to be true, it probably it is. Probably is, and I imagine a certain number of all lifestyle brands. Like on the one hand, I I think this is a separate level of lifestyleness. I'm not trying to like excuse my own affection for certain lifestyle individuals, but like you know, I've, you now love somebody who I love, Mary's Nest, right? Mm-hmm. She does these like homemade, you know, projects <laughs> like you can make butter and cheese. But she, that's what she's she, really guiding me through yeah, a lot of things. She's making something. She is offering you knowledge and goods and services. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but my point is like I'm 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 to your point Colleen I'm aware that I have to be you know somewhat skeptical of things but I think this woman in particular is that kind of that brand of lifestyle uh, influencer who's giving you more than just bread recipes right she's giving you this this aesthetic of her lifestyle mm-hmm. which seems far too good to be true especially if you look at like her Instagram photos oh everything is so perfect including her children yeah including and you know like I said if that doesn't line up with the world that you're living in like you guys have seen me uh, now that we've sort of readjusted our workflow you guys have seen what my mornings look like a little bit right yeah oh, of course um, you're a normal human being it's a with, little chaotic and yeah but uh, but everybody has chaos right. i mean right. and that's what i'm saying we, it's like you've seen what normal chaos looks like and she's not showing us any level of chaos yeah. and so be suspicious of that exactly also, at the end of the i'm gonna get spicy Before get it do it she's no. commodifying her children and her children have no say in it yes thank you when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's possible we're we're paying attention to see if there will be a press conference. If there is, we'll carry it for you. If not, uh, we got some TV chat. We'll talk about TV, TV talk or something after this on my talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. This holiday, whether you're making a Kroger Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Kroger has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Kroger, fresh for everyone.